Welcome to Seed Time, everybody. Brian Pierce here. We're doing an interview with Destry Abbott. We have just tried to blow up the internet with all of our links and uh, see if we can get more than four or five people to pay attention. I, do, I think it's going to be two or three, but you know we'll see we'll see how it goes. But the cool thing is 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 Destry Abbott's a cool guy. Got to meet him at the ISDE this past year. Obviously, I have a big fanboy. I've been following him for a long time, but. Thing is, is when you get to meet some of your off-road fantasy kind of, you know, gods, if you will, it really, it's humbling, and it's a big different experience, and now the fact that I'm talking to him on the internet probably makes it even more awkward. But still, Destry Abbott, how is your evening going tonight? No, everything's good, you know, I'm just uh, like you, you know, we had a good time in Germany, um, you know, it's nice to be back home and kind of on a routine, trying to figure out my program for uh, 2013 right yeah. now. man. That is definitely a situation where we could talk, I think, for hours. And it seems like there's been a lot of people talking about kind of not just your future, but obviously all the stuff that's been going on with Kawasaki and things like that. Um, that's I, I don't know. I kind of I think my big question is not really what happened. Oh, my gosh, what's going on? But how do we fix it? What Moving forward, not just how do you get a ride in, in the sense of that, but what do we need to do as an industry to bring in more money so that either more privateer kind of larger Chad Reed-ish type teams can work off-road wise right. or what do the big manufacturers need to do to change the situation so that you know they don't have to just slice the plate off the table no you have that 100% you hit it on the head I mean I think that's what we're all basically looking for we're all trying to figure out what we need to do to keep this off-road industry going strong I mean you know, the late 90s, the 2000s, it's been good for the last three, four years. And then when it started, you know, shutting down, or not, I wouldn't say shutting down, but slowing down. And, uh, you know, the majority of the people out there riding motorcycles or whatever are more like us. They're off-road riders. I consider myself, you know, your average, you know, I wouldn't say average racer, but your normal guy versus, you know, Chad Reed, Villapoto, <laughs> Stewart, those guys who make millions, you know. I'm just getting by and doing what I love to do. So I've been fortunate over the years, but off-road racing, you know, we need to make that, you know, keep that strong, I guess. And we're all trying to figure out, I know I've been brainstorming a lot, trying to figure out what I want to do, what direction, and if it's helping the industry out on the off-road side, you know, promoting whatever it can be. But I definitely don't want to see the off-road closing land, doing all these issues where it's getting tougher for us to race, you know, through the desert, through the woods, whatever it may be. So, it's nobody knows for sure, but I'm always open for suggestions and whatever I can do to help yeah, too. Uh, my friend Brian Elliott, we were doing an episode a couple couple weeks ago, and we had some some good stuff going back and forth. It's just kind of going to be interesting how to move forward. I think like uh, Wiley Watson from Verb Off Road wrote an article kind of about yeah. the future of off road and and things like that, and I think that he came across it from a little bit more of a West Coast perspective. Granted, he is you know he's in California, he's a West Coast right. guy. California yeah, boy, yeah. he's probably down the street from you, but it um, and so not really bringing in the East Coast and the side of things. How do we get the amateur level more involved? I think that you know, supercross, motocross, or supercross, motocross. You go to those races, you don't see amateur racing. You go to a professional off-road race. The amateur level is really what keeps those organizations completely running, helps do the pro purse things like that. So. How do you do that? I mean, you're the one talking to the fans, signing autographs, you know, I guess getting people involved. You know, people are amped when they get to meet you. So as a pro rider or maybe as a potential future manager, I mean, how do you think you can get more, you know, amateurs and things like that involved in racing? 
Right, and that's, I mean, you know, like, you're an East Coast guy, GCCs, Enduros, Hair Scrambles, or whatever, that's the big thing back there, and, you know, GCC gets 1,000 entries or whatever, yeah. and it's huge, and that's, like you say, the pro class is, what, 15 guys or whatever, but the reason, you know, people are there is to go see the pros and race with the pros, because the A and Bs get the race with the pros, but, you know, it's like, GCC works, Enduro Cross, or whatever, they're trying to make sure that the amateurs are the ones that are, you know, happy, you know, want to come to these races, continue to see whatever it is. So we just got to make sure the industry stays involved with those guys because that's what keeps everything alive. You know, it's not really about us as far as, you know, maybe X Games and Cross, where it's a pro show or Supercross, Motocross. But your average Heron Hound, Big Six, whatever it is, races, it's, you know, the amateurs, the novices, beginners, you know, that's... If it wasn't for them, if those guys weren't showing up, the series wouldn't be there anyway. So it's trying to find a thing that'll meet them. And I don't know if it's contingencies. You know, the entries really aren't that bad. But, you know, I think the economy right now is just tough. And that's where, you know, all my buddies who are construction or whatever own companies, money's tight. You know, they're just going to do the local races instead of going to hit the works races or whatever it is. So we just got to figure out a way of making it you know, financially still able to do it, I guess. Well, it's unfortunate that money's always going to be an issue. I'm not going to say that I have every fig everything figured out because I do stuff like this just to try to have fun and goof off, get away from worrying about the <laughs> fact that you have to pay for bills and keep your family, you know, from starving to death. But, you know, before we found out that Kawasaki was completely wiping off the off-road team, you were at the ISDE, you got 21st in the E2 class, you came in replacing an injured rider, going into that, were you going, holy crap, I'm going to have a lot of fun, holy crap, I'm scared to death, I haven't been training? I mean, what was your mindset kind of going into that since it was so last minute for you? No, I actually, I actually went into it excited, you know. I was, you know, I raced Finland the year before, and I was really disappointed in my results there, but it rained just about every day but the sixth day, and I'm a West Coast guy, so rain really wasn't my style and mud and stuff like that. We're going into Germany, and all I've been doing is moto in it, and that's what, you know, enduro, or, I mean, ISDE is, is trail riding and then sprint like moto. You know, you got to have a good motocross background. And uh, I was excited. I went in there and I felt like I was ready. The first day I did bad, but the rest of the days were actually pretty good until I think it was day four I, I hit my head pretty good. But overall, it was good. You know, it, it, when it rains, it's definitely tough on me. There's no doubt. And the grass tracks were just killer, you know. Because, yeah. you know, the place is gorgeous. The grass tracks were like a motocross track, you know. It's red butt. It was just bitch and dirt. You know, you're just carrying speed, and I I love that. So that was a good, but uh, you know, didn't do as well as I wanted. But I had a good time. I finished on a gold medal, and uh, you know, we brought the the trophy team back up to fourth after you know having some bad luck. Yeah, you guys with did Kurt a great and, job in you know. the last moto uh, with you, Charlie, and everybody. I mean, everybody pulled their weight on that one. It was fantastic. Right. Mr. Popular. Look Thought at you. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, hey, you're talking to that weird guy on the internet. You should probably stop. <laughs> Don't yeah. hang up. <laughs> he gets everybody, man. He just calls them. It's so weird. <laughs> but uh, actually, he was probably well, telling you that Project Runway All-Stars just started and that you should make sure you set your DVR. Because yeah. I hear that's your favorite show. I'm just trying something. Yeah, maybe that's what it is. That's my calling. Okay. One of the things I do that I thought was interesting, you just did your, uh, your what was it, your interview with the uh, Weege from Racer X and it was a little you know kind of back and forth just words nothing video wise they're just you know stuck in the old okay. age but you said 
what you were going to possibly be doing in the future or what you thought you might be doing. A little bit of racing like you were doing this year. But I thought one of the things that stuck with me was that you said you thought that you were kind of like family at Kawasaki and that you had more of a, a little bit of longevity there opposed to just being one of their off-road riders. And I'm not going to lie. I thought you were the off-road Imig. You, you know, like Imig is, he's at the Supercross, he's on their commercials, always right. talking about Kawasaki. They may be a great bike, they may not. I don't ride Kawasaki, but, you know, he always is giving out that portrayal of Kawasaki. He is their spokesperson. And I really thought you were going to yeah. be that guy for a very long time. And so for you to not be that guy now or that you don't know you will be soon, you know, what do you do in that sense, like just going forward? I mean, particular to that, opposed to racing and everything else. Yeah, no, you, you hit that perfect. I mean, I, I kind of assumed that was a position I was going to be going into. And I, and I did that this year. And I worked with Emig this year for the 250 F intro, the 450 Is intro, and a few crash? other things. And uh, yeah, we had a blast. And Jeff does an awesome job. I mean, he, he yeah. kills it. You know, he does so good. And guy can still rip too. So, um, <laughs> yes. you know. I, I don't I don't hundred percent know. I, I actually talked to him this week, the PR department, and there's potential. It's just nothing's guaranteed yeah. yet. And as far as the racing department, yeah, there's nothing there. So if anything at Kawi, it's gonna have to be at the PR department, which, you know, it's still cool. I mean I wanna stay with the company, but I have a few other things that might happen and you know, I'm just weighing my options right now. But, you know, definitely Kawasaki was I thought was gonna be my future and you know, been there 15 years on the factory team. I just kind of assumed that I was going to go into that role, but times change, you know, and management decides they want to go a different direction, which is their choice. So it's just a business decision. You know, it's yeah. no hard feelings against them. They have to come back somewhere, and, you know, it just happened to be our department, you know, but that's the way it is. But, you know, I have other things. I just moved into this new house that we're in now. I've been here like a month and a half. And we're building a 1,500 square foot building for like a gym and, and training and apartment. Like stay, right? As, yeah. Honestly, yeah, that's what <laughs> it is. It's really worth some riders and, you know, they can come stay with me for a week and train. And, you know, I can show them the ropes on the things we do. And, you know, from eating to, well, I have a sweet tooth, so maybe not yeah, eating as much. Tooth, but so. <laughs> yeah, trick or treat, I feel like crap today. <laughs> Eat all the kids. Can't. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I mean, there's different things. And. I don't know. I want to stay in the industry no matter what. It's what what I've done my whole life, and you know I know a lot of people. So you know, I'm hoping some more doors will open, and definitely checking my options right yeah. now for sure. Well, yeah, I completely agree in the sense that I, you know, it, when I first turned out, I was like, or first heard out, I was upset. I was like, oh, I cannot believe Kyle did this. Just like you said, you responded, but. You think about it, right. it is a business. They're running a business. Where they have to put their money is where they think they're going to put their money so they can grow their money. And that's why I asked the question of where we go. Because, okay, ooh, bad news, blah, 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 put it behind us. How do we move forward and make better news? And that's so. That's good to hear. Right. I think you've got some, some good ideas. I just want to see where we can take them. I think uh, you would be a fantastic team manager if one of the two or three people that are watching live right now might have some other <laughs> people. That's that's more than I thought I'd be watching. So <laughs> I know. That's, well, no, the thing is, is like getting back to the Kawi thing. It's tough because you know, especially on the West Coast, you know, they haven't done as much on the East Coast supported. They do like you know rides right. and stuff like that, a rides and stuff like that. But you know, we've had the semi at the Enduro Cross and works, and and for you know having them pull out is definitely going to be tough for the series itself. And you know that that's going to be a tough thing because. 
I know, you know, the factory support at the races is huge. And when the factory teams start pulling out, you know, that's why we need to do whatever we can to keep these series alive because it's what off-road racing is, is, you know, local races, you know, West Coast, East Coast, whatever it is. But we definitely need to somehow find a good way and support that the best we can. Well, I think I'm going to try to have as many races as I can in my backyard and get a get some pros to come out. I'm not going to have a big shop, unfortunately, for you to come stay at. But I do have a guest bedroom, so you probably actually get better uh, <laughs> better sleeping quarters there. But you are about to leave for Baja. So, okay, we talked to Kirk Aselli at the beginning of the year, um, and he had just kind of found out about Baja, that KTM was going to be doing the Baja team. And you're, then a little bit after that, Cowie you know, mentioned they were going to be doing it, so you're going to be doing it with the team. Well, you're going to be doing Baja with the team, let me rephrase that. It's so, I mean, I don't know how Baja works. I don't know how any of this is going on. I mean, it's a desert race, sure. Stuff's going to get crazy. Y'all are going super, super fast. But tell us how your team's going to work, what your strategy is, you know, to a degree. We don't want Kirk Caselli finding out. But still, like, you know, give us <laughs> off-roaders a little bit about this to really understand it more. Yeah, I mean, Baja is a totally different aspect of racing than really anything in the States. It's in this year, it goes from Ensenada down to La Paz. So it goes all the way down. North, it's 12 is it north to south? Okay. Yeah, exactly. It starts just past the border of San Diego up there, and it goes all the way to the bottom. And uh, it's 1,200 miles, and we're figuring we'll be finishing at 4 in the morning, starting 6 in the morning <laughs> the day before. So it's there's four of us racing on the team, and it's and it's THR. Right. Motorsports is what it is. It's not the factory Kawi team and stuff like that. But I rode with them at San Felipe, and we, we had some bad luck there. A couple guys crashed, but, you know, that's racing. But yeah, we're going to have – Robbie's going to start, and he works on his section. I go there almost two weeks ahead of time, and literally in Baja, you get to go pre-run right. your section. So you ride that section over and over, and, and there's you know virtual checkpoints that you have to hit. We're on GPS. Every bike has a GPS. Wow. So they make sure that you hit these sections. and So it's not you know, like a check-in like so you'd you, see at a race maybe where you're they're like scanning your helmet. It's just that as long as your GPS goes through this quote-unquote virtual check-in. Okay. Exactly. Virtually, and yeah, there's nothing there. You just know that that right. checkpoint's okay. there. So you got to be whatever it is, 50 feet. I'm not sure what it is, but and there's a lot of them. So you just got to make sure you can find your own line to that next virtual checkpoint. So there's a lot of work that goes into you know trying to find good lines because you know it's there's good lines out there. And I know like you know KTM, Honda, and our team, pretty much the three elite teams, and all teams have great riders. So it's going to be. An awesome battle for sure, and but you know, twenty hours of racing, whatever it is, anything can happen, and it's you know, it's NASCAR, it's pit strategy. Where do you want to pit? Where do you want to change wheels? Where do you put the lights on for the bikes? So it's exciting, and you know, it's not really going down there racing one hundred percent because Mexico, you know, they got little guys that are uh, trying to sabotage the track, you know, booby traps, really? trying to make it exciting for them. So when you're rip- ripping across the desert. And next thing you know, you see 50 guys just sitting there, you know, you're back. Because there's only one reason there's 50 guys sitting here, because they want to they, see they've something. They've already gone through a 12-pack, so, and they're ready to finish it off. It's like... Yeah, yeah exactly. But it's exciting. You know, I, I did it a few years ago, and I'm excited this year and see what happens. Oh, man. I'm, I'm super excited for it. Do you know if we're going to be able to get any kind of coverage, like live coverage or maybe live results or anything like that while you guys are out there um, with school? Yeah, like- I... They have like live feed and stuff like that, and uh, I don't know if the bikes themselves this year. Some of the bikes and trucks and cars or whatever have like little, um, 
I don't know what they call it, a, little, a different kind of GPS where you can follow them on the internet and see where they're at, see their speed and stuff like that. But I don't know if all of our bikes will have that or not. Hopefully they will because it'd be cooler to follow yeah. that way. You can see how each guy is. But um, yeah, I mean, there's there's some broadcasting. I don't know all the, the websites and stuff like that, but I know I follow it every year and I'm looking forward to being part yeah, of it this I year. Know. I think it's going to be a darn good time. One of the things that I have to mention is, I'm trying to bring it up right now, is flyracing.com. I've got my sweet little hat on right now. They're one of the great supporters of Sea Time. And for some strange reason, Dale Spangler sent me this awesome hat. He sent me other cool things that you will see this weekend. I just had to say thank you very much to flyracing.com for supporting Sea Time. You should definitely check them out. Go support them. Thank you for their support. It is a great time. Okay, Destry, I have to say that you are a picture thief. You when we were <laughs> when we were freaking in uh, when we were in uh, Germany every time I would post up a picture within like five minutes it was on your freaking it was on like your blog or it was on Facebook or something you were tweeting it like but the thing was is you somehow like you were saving it through the source so what's your what's your strategy on this? <laughs> I don't really have a strategy you know I just kind of I enjoy you know I have my regular Facebook page. I got my fan Facebook page and Twitter, Instagram. You know, I enjoy kind of like, I enjoy following writers and doing all that stuff. And, you know, I've had a pretty good base where people follow me for some reason, but you know, I just, I enjoy, you know, experiencing the stuff and letting other people kind of see what's going on and behind the scenes and stuff like that. But no, there's nothing special for sure. I mean, I'm honestly your average guy. I mean, really, I'm not like uh, I don't think of myself as a cocky person. I'm pretty down to earth and laid back for no, sure. I didn't, I didn't think that you were cocky or by any means. No, it's just kind of funny. I personally don't care about stealing images on the internet. I don't. It's whatever you know. You put it up there. It's it's yeah, free yeah. game at that point, even though technically it's not in my own right. mind, if you will. But okay, so you can't be oh, crap. Absolutely, Destry. Look at me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the smallest guy on the internet. Why would I give anybody crap? <laughs> Uh, no, I'm I know, I know. Um, the past two enduro crosses, Destry, you have not made it to the main. Now, the thing is, is when we were looking at some of the footage that you know different organizations were getting after the fact, a lot of people were talking, oh, this track was really technical, it was really technical, you had to go look at your lines, you were falling between the rocks, falling between the logs, things like that. So, that made me wonder, for you, I wanted to ask, have the, te- the past two races been that much more technical and that much more different uh, than earlier in the year when you were making it to the main or is there something else just kind of like, ah, you just, it's just not there. No, actually uh, this last one we just had was in Boise and it was definitely the toughest one we've had in a long time. Like the track was, there was like five obstacles that really became bottlenecks or whatever. And, and then Dirt Cross, it's just a totally different type of racing that it's, you know, you, you get a lot of guys like Taylor Robert, who's running second in the series you know, he missed the main event this weekend, and he's a phenomenal rider. It's just the, the field is so deep, and you have to have luck on your side. Like, this weekend in my heat, you know, I qualified well. I rode – I honestly felt like it's the best I've ridden in a while, but luck wasn't on my side. I got stuck in a second turn pile up, and then you go off to the semi, and they only take one. Yeah. <laughs> and I just sat in the LCQ. I'm running for the lead, and I went down in a rock corner, and it's just that hard. I mean, the week before, I was definitely a little off. I just – Sometimes you're just not riding as well, and but Endurocross is exciting because it changes. You know, guys are crashing, and this last weekend there was a lot of crashing. Everybody was getting stuck. Taddy goes down on the tires. You know, it's just 
it's the way it was. It was old school endurocross, you know, where previous it's been kind of moto-ish, you know, there's a couple obstacles, but when it's like it was last weekend where guys are getting stuck everywhere, it's, it's not so much racing as much as just getting through the track and it's more the trials guys, you know, step up or whatever, where I like the racing, you know, I like the jump stuff or kind of more moto you know, with some obstacles still, like the amateurs go out there and <laughs> It's tough, but we're actually not, we're doing pretty well over the obstacles, but we practice on them. So when you walk the track, it's like supercross. You realize when you walk the track how huge those whoops are that those guys are skimming across, and it's the same thing. I mean, the logs that we're going over are gnarly, but when you're sitting in the stands or watching on TV, it doesn't look that bad. But anybody that's ridden enduro cross knows it's super yeah, gnarly. I, I hate throwing it out there more and more, but I did do a couple of the ones in Oklahoma, uh, like in the sportsman class or whatnot, and it was uh, the only thing that I remember is how much my forearms hurt. Like it was just freaking ridiculous. Like you just couldn't. I mean, yeah. yes, they had masseuses on the side. It was absolutely ridiculous like, <laughs> what it did to your forearms. I don't know what was going on, but I mean, um, are you looking forward yeah. to Vegas? I mean. You know, we hear that there's always a pretty good after party at the Alligator Bar. So, are you planning on racing and you know doing that again? Yeah, I, I've hit the Alligator Bar a few times, but <laughs> no. The thing is, that race is literally right after Baja 1000. So, my section, you know, as soon as I get off the bike, I'm down, you know, eight hours down in Mexico that I got to get to the border and drive up to uh, Vegas wow. so I, uh, I got pretty much a 14 hour drive as soon as I get off the bike to get to Vegas and then race that so so you're gonna be getting um, to Vegas ready to party yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll be for sure but I, I've written all of them and I really want to finish the year out and and do the series next year with X Games and then there's some European rounds that of X Games I want to be part of so definitely want to finish the year out strong and it's gonna be tough so I'm looking forward to more, I guess, the alligator bar than probably the race. <laughs> well, yeah, Brian Elliott <laughs> and I were actually talking about that. We were trying to figure out a way for us to get to Vegas so that we could actually go to the alligator bar just because of the fact that we've heard it's quite epic. Um, you should – they got amateur, yeah, day. Yeah, you can you, find I, I've been putting my winter coat on, and uh, I've been dealing with trying to sit in front of the TV or in front of the computer more than I have been with riding lately. It's kind of pathetic. I'm not going to lie. I'm not making excuses. I totally suck, but – you know, <laughs> so you mentioned uh, X Games going to Europe. That was actually going to be one of my other questions because I heard little rumors and stuff about kind of almost a X Games World Series in the sense that they're going to kind of travel and points are going to build up, and then you could kind of be the world champion. I don't know what the title is, but the world champion of you know the X Games sport, and then Enduro Cross was planning to be one of that. If obviously you mentioned it, so you've heard of it, but are you planning on being involved with that? Yeah, I definitely want to be involved. And like I say, I mean, I don't know anything's okay. official or whatever. I really also maybe I wasn't supposed to say anything. I have no idea. Maybe I just got myself in trouble there. Would be the first but time. I do. Yeah, yeah, that is very <laughs> true. So, but yeah, I do know there's supposed to be some rounds, and I don't know if they're going to be points rounds. I really don't know as far as that. But you know, the X Games here in L.A. or over in L.A. I'm in Arizona, but it is the most awesome thing to be part of. I mean, you feel like a superstar there. They treat the athletes like professional rock star supercross riders, I guess, because it it's just a cool atmosphere. And to go over there and race in Europe and be part of the atmosphere, because as you know, like when you go to Europe, you know, they got the bells. They're 
Because they're just they're they so were into with it. And I love without the blades on, just like Wah! like it was awesome. Yeah, like yeah. Oh, it's it's the best. So you know, it's I want to go over there and. You know, I'm 40, but I want to be part of that. I feel really good still, honestly, and uh, I want to go over there and experience that this next year. And, uh, you know, after that, who knows? But my main focus next year, if, if it's not any other racing, it's at least Endurocross. And that's, you know, my main focus is just to at least do those and some other selective nice. rounds. Well, uh, Destry, we have taken up about 30 minutes of your evening. We don't need to take it all up. I have had a phenomenal time talking to you with you this evening i'm trying to go through so much stuff right now i'm figuring out this whole program trying to be cool and run a tv show it's the hardest thing ever but if you don't think this is the worst time seattime.co is the website where all of this stuff goes on it's archived you can find all the videos all the interviews and all the episodes that i do with different industry people throughout the industry so that's on the internet seattime.co if you want to find us on facebook facebook.com slash seattime is where you could be our friend you know tell us stuff tell us what you don't like maybe you know what you don't like about me that's fine too if you want to tweet us real hard we're on twitter seattime underscore co is where you can send those tweets to we thank everybody for watching and i had to say though destry abbott you're awesome, and I want to give you a moment to go ahead and talk about all of your little fan things, where people can find you and talk to you and, and tweet you real hard on the internet. Yeah, no, I mean, I have my Twitter page. Um, I try to post every now and then more just updates, not my everyday right. life and whatever, but it's just fun. Destry Abbott 450. And then uh, my Instagram, which is just Destry Abbott. And then, uh, of course, I have both Facebook pages. Um, I don't even know what they're listed as, honestly. But if you put my name in there, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure they'll both come up or whatever. But yeah, I mean, I'm actually going to give away an ISD set of gear here probably next week or whatever, which is signed by all the oh, six of so us cool. on the trophy team. So yeah, yeah. So that'll be cool. I'll be giving that away next week and trying to figure out a cool trivia question. But no, dude, what you're doing is awesome. I think you know the Skype thing, an interview this way is is a way to go. You know, it's. I'd much rather sit here and watch than read, so, yeah. Yeah, it's, I think a lot of people don't understand is that, it, it, too, at the same time, like, you know, people might bring this up at work or whatever, but, you know, they're like, oh, I can't watch this. Well, it's easy to kind of play the video and maybe turn down it for 10 right. minutes and just kind of keep it going, you know. I think we're entertaining people. Our audio is going to keep people entertained for, you know, X amount of time anyway. Yeah. So, but, yeah, I appreciate the, the you know, your feedback in – Hopefully go somewhere. I don't know. We'll see. Fly Racing uh, has been talking to us. They've been helping out a lot this year, and so I think they're going to help out next year. We'll be talking to some more. Just like you said, you've been kind of trying to figure things out for 2013. Well, I have as well. So the cool thing is I'm going to be uh, at the GNCC this weekend doing, if if we get Signal, I'm going to be doing their live webcast. So yeah, That's going to be awesome. I'm pumped. I mean, both classes there. I mean, I follow that series. I'm, I'm an enthusiast, so I follow all the racing and both series or both classes, it's coming down. It's going to yeah, be a good uh, finish. The XC1 and the XC2, both of those, or for bikes on Saturday anyway, both of those, one point. I mean, Rus you know, we got Russell and Wibley and then freaking Thomas and Baylor. It's, it's going to yeah. happen. So if you think you've seen me enthusiastic and you think you've seen me having a good time, you haven't. Pay attention and watch on Saturday and you'll probably see a lot more of a good time. So Destry Abbott. We thank you very much, kind sir. Don't turn away just yet, but remember, always enjoy a pint full of awesome. We'll see you guys on the internet soon, so thank you very much for watching.